Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Happy Monday. I hope the weekend treated you well. I know it certainly did for me. I went out two nights last weekend, and something occurred to me that I haven't spoken to you guys about, and that is compliance tests. So that's what we're going to speak about today. If you've been listening for a long time, you know what to do, brother. Smack yourself on the ass. You are a goddamn champion of the highest degree. The rest of you, if this is your first time listening, welcome. My name is Mark Singh, and I'm an NLP dating coach. NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. I basically reprogram the belief systems in my clients' heads, along with teaching them the tactical aspects of attracting women so that they don't have to be a chronic masturbator anymore. Masturbating at times and places that are both morally despicable as well as geographically less than ideal. Listen, the chronic masturbation boys, I gotta be honest with you, a lot of you guys don't know this, but scientific fact here, chronic masturbating makes you lose your memory. You know, sometimes when I'm talking about chronic masturbation, wait, what was I saying? Oh, that's right, chronic masturbation, your frequent masturbator platinum card that you got last month off of Pornhub. Gotta turn that shit in, guys, and get real women. Real women are so much better than the chronic masturbating. And real talk here, you know, a lot of guys come to me and they've never had a woman before, or it's been years since they felt the touch of a woman, her warm embrace, her feminine energy, a girl in their bed who they can actually have sex with. You know, we joke a lot about masturbating and and being desperate. But for a lot of guys, it really is a big problem. And that's why I'm here. I try my very best to help you guys. And this weekend I was out talking to girls and I noticed that I do something oftentimes that I've never spoken about. And that is compliance tests. What is a compliance test? How does it work? Why does it make women more attracted to you? And then in Thursday's podcast, I'm going to build upon this topic and talk about the opposite of compliance tests, which is when girls try to get you to comply to their requests. And we're gonna talk about how to defeat those. So this week is all about compliance. It's all about this thing I call hoop theory. It's all about these things I call requests. And these are really, really important from a perspective of frame control between two people. There's always somebody leading the frame and somebody following the frame. And of course, you as the man have to be the one who's leading the frame and it all works into that. We're gonna talk about that today. Before I jump into the content, I wanna read a quick testimonial unsolicited that I just received from a client named Philip. What is up, Philip? Big salute to you. It's been two months since he graduated the program and this is what he had to say. Mark, it has been two months since I completed the best 12 weeks of coaching in my entire life. I was very eager to see how I would be able to apply all the information I learned from you without the accountability of the coaching calls and worksheets and homework every week. Safe to say that the momentum I left with still continues to be alive and thriving to this day. I have been able to control and lead every interaction I have with an attractive girl and my dating slash sex life has never been better. I'm at the point where I'm cutting off girls that are tens because of certain red flags I will notice. Good job, Philip. that's what you wanna do. I'm no longer a desperate victim beta and everyone I interact with feels the alpha energy I now have embedded inside me. I wish nothing more than to go back in time and relive the emotional high I experienced going through the program for the first time. 
You're a bona fide genius in the art of attraction. I appreciate that, brother. And I truly envy your expertise. Alongside the number of women in my life, I've seen a major spark in my ambition throughout my life. I was recently accepted for an internship that I've put off for three years because I never thought I was good enough for it. This will be my first time out of my home state and very pivotal career move for my future. The NLP has impacted my life more than I could have ever predicted and has helped me establish positive habits throughout the day. I was searching for answers through therapy and medication, but the NLP has given me mental clarity that is remarkable. You've become an idol. Okay, so I'm going to stop there. It goes on and on. Philip, I really do appreciate that review. And a quick side note to Philip's story is when he contacted me, he was majorly struggling with anxiety and what was almost agoraphobia. Agoraphobia is where you can't go outdoors because you're so anxious written. I remember that first phone call, I could just feel the anxiety from him. That compared to his final phone call at the end of his three-month coaching tenure, he was a completely different dude. And as he does, I completely attribute it to NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, really good for removing belief systems, installing new belief systems, making you feel like a bonafide 10. And the reason why Philip is now able to go get 10s is because he feels like he's a 10. If you guys are ever speaking to a woman and you feel stifled, you don't know what to say, it's probably because you don't think you're enough for her and you think she's quote unquote above you in certain respects. And this works into what I'm going to talk about today. Guys will often try to explain themselves and try to sell themselves to women. Now, I've talked about it many times throughout the 330 plus episodes that I've recorded in this podcast, but you never want to sell yourself to a woman. You never want to work for a woman. You never want to do a woman a favor unless she earns it, which we're going to talk about on Thursday. But generally speaking, in the beginning, you have to feel that you're enough just on your own. You're enough without buying her a nice dinner. You're enough without showing her all your bling. You're enough without bragging about your penis size, your accomplishments, all your education, showing off your money, whatever it is that you guys do, you are enough without that. And that's communicated by certain things, one of which is by asking her questions to try to get her to comply to you. Okay, so what is a compliance test? It's very simple is I ask you a question and try to get you to do something and you comply with my request. Now, I was out this weekend and just naturally feeling like a 10, I'll do this very naturally. I'll ask women questions that try to get them to explain themselves to me, get them to do me a favor, get them to basically do something because it's called cognitive dissonance, okay? When a woman does something for you, when she explains herself to you, when she tries to sell herself to you, when she does anything that makes her work for you, she has to justify in her own head that she likes you more than she might actually like you, and it shows that you're controlling the frame. Okay, so let's back up a little bit and first establish what frame control is. If you've been listening for any amount of time, you know exactly what this is. Now, obviously, I give a deep dive masterclass in my three-month coaching program on frame control, but some of the things I've mentioned in this podcast is this, is you as the man have to control the frame. The person who's controlling the frame is the one who's in the masculine energy. You, my brother, must be in the masculine energy for a woman to become attracted to you. Now, pretend you're talking to your boss. The social assumption that is set in a conversation between you and your boss is that he or she is the one who has the power, you're the one who's the subordinate, therefore he or she is controlling the frame on you, and you're kind of supplicating and or trying to earn their respect or trying to do things for them. 
Now, when your boss asks you for something, he or she doesn't feel obliged to kiss your ass or feel bad about asking you to do something. They'd say something like, hey, Mike, could you go ahead and print out that action item report so we know what to do with this upcoming project? You're standing there wearing your three-piece noose, as I call it, and you say, yes, boss, I'll definitely print out that action item report so we can accomplish this objective during this very important campaign for the company. Three-piece news, nine to five. That's why my dream was always to do what I'm doing now, which is to be an entrepreneur, have a podcast, be a dating coach, and I couldn't be happier. Not hating on you guys that have the nine to five. Listen, for some people, it totally fits. But for me, thinking about working a nine to five and like clocking in and working for a company, which actually my woman does. She's in a multi-conglomerate corporation. She does that, so I'm not hating on it. I'm really not, but for me, just wasn't a good fit, and that's why I jokingly call it the three-piece news. So back to my point. You are in supplication to your boss. Therefore, your boss is in the power position. He or she has frame over you, okay? Now, expanding this to women, we have to have frame over women for women to be attracted to us. Therefore, we are not afraid to ask them to do things for us. We're not afraid to get them to explain themselves to us. We're not afraid to be slightly disagreeable in a cool way. Don't misinterpret this. It's always in a cool way. But we're not afraid to be somewhat confrontational and to expect things. So when you go into an interaction with a woman, if you feel like a seven and you feel she's a 10, you're not going to be able to do this. You physically will not be able to speak the words that I'm about to tell you to speak because you don't feel like you're enough. And that's why I think many dating coaches have an incomplete program. Their programs are all skill-based. They have some inner game stuff like believe in yourself, bud, do affirmations, you can do it. But what I do is NLP because NLP, as my client Isaac recently attributed, he's in week three, it's like having something physically removed from your brain. For example, the feeling of I'm not enough. If you guys were to close your eyes right now, I can guarantee you 90% of you, and let's try this right now. Close your eyes and say to yourself, I am not enough for a really attractive, high quality 10. I'm not enough for a 10. And feel if you have some sort of associated feeling in your chest, in your head, in your arms, or even just a disgusting kind of vibe that you get, or even a visual of something that doesn't feel good. Try to feel that right now. I am not enough for an extremely high quality, attractive 10, a bona fide dime piece. When you say that to yourself, if you have any kind of negative feeling, what that is is a belief system. That belief system is embedded because of circumstances, traumas, whatever it was that happened to you in your childhood before you could defend yourself from it. So what NLP does is it's like literally removing a splinter from your brain. And as Isaac said, what's up, Isaac? Big salute to you. He said, I literally can't feel it. It's like emptiness, that feeling that I used to have. It's like a lightness. I, it's just not there anymore. And then what we do is we replace it with the feeling that I'm a fucking 10. So that boys, when you feel like you're a 10, I don't care how hot the chick is, you walk up to her and you feel, listen, lady, you are submitting the application to me. Okay, it's not the other way around as so many girls try to frame it. And right there, it's a frame control battle. She's thinking she's the prize. You got to think you're the prize. And whoever has the stronger frame is the one who wins, is the one whose interpretation is accepted by both you and by her. Now we're in the right context. And if you're a woman listening and you're getting upset by this, I will tell you this. I have spoken to thousands of women about this. They cannot get physically attracted to a man unless they feel that he's leading. 
And it's not being condescending. It's not be patronizing. It's not saying women are less than us. It's simply leading them to where they want to be led. So in so doing, boys, now that you're in that frame, you're the prize, you're the champion, you know you're enough, you know you're a goddamn 10, a fucking girl magnet. And by the way, in the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna do a podcast about what I call declarations, installing those belief systems. And in fact, I dropped a podcast last week, I believe it was on Thursday, about stepping into the alpha. That's one quick NLP process to feel this way. But bro, you have to feel like you are a 10. You have to feel like, and forgive my wording here, language is limited, but you have to feel like you're almost above the girl who you're speaking to. Now again, language is completely limited. When I say above, that means socially. That means the ability to have a stronger frame than she does and lead her and tuck her under your wing, take care of her, protect her, preside over her and show her a great time. That's what the masculine man does. Okay, so while you're talking to her, would you feel justified to ask her why questions? Why are you wearing that? Why are you here? Why would you decide to wear that outfit when it's 10 degrees out? And or would you feel okay to ask her for a quick favor? Hey, tap that guy on the shoulder real quick. I need to talk to him. Here, hold my cell phone real quick. I got to go talk to that psychotic girl over there. She's like trying to like hang out with me, but I always tell her I forgot my cell phone. So, so hold on to it real quick. I'll be right back. Don't go through it. You wouldn't be able to handle what you see in there. Ha ha ha. Okay, so you see how when I ask her to do me favors, when I ask her to explain herself to me, do you see how that puts me in the power position? Of course it does. Now, not only does that establish your frame as the masculine man who is confident to lead her, but it also gives her cognitive dissonance. Why am I holding this guy's phone? Why am I tapping this guy on the shoulder for this other guy? Why am I doing this guy this favor? Well, it must be because I like him. It must be because I'm bought into his frame. It must be because I'm attracted to him. And yes, this is literally how it works on the subconscious level. When a woman works for you, she is getting more attracted to you. That's why when my clients ask me, hey, brother, I met a girl on Tinder. She lives 30 minutes away. Should I drive to her or should I get her to drive to me? Based on what I just said, boys, what do you think is the right answer? You're right. You're a smart motherfucker. Check out the brain on you. You should have her drive to you if you can. If you can't, then at the very least meet halfway. And if you have to drive into her city, then always say you're going to be there anyway. Hey, I'm picking up something from my buddy who also lives in your city. So I'll tell you what, I'll be there on Thursday. How's Thursday look for you? Da, 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 da. And you set it up from there. But if you can get a girl to drive to your house, if you can get a girl to cook for you, if you can get a girl to do you a favor, explain herself to you, as I also talked about in a recent podcast that dropped on January 27th, definitely want to check that one out. It's called How to Make Girls Chase You, Work for You, and How to Be a Challenge. I listened to that one after this, and if you haven't listened to my podcast on frame control, I would type in frame control into the search function along with Mark Singh and listen to every single episode that I've dropped on frame control because it is the most important thing. But going back to compliance tests, compliance tests are little tests you throw out during your conversation to see if she would comply with what you're asking. Now, qualifying, which again, I talked about in that episode on January 27th. Once again, the title was how to make girls chase you, work for you, and how to be a challenge. Qualifying is what you do when you basically ask her, what's good about you beyond your looks? What would your best friend say is the coolest thing about you? Now, when it comes to qualifying, you want to have a little bit of attraction already established. So you see signs of attraction. She's playing with her hair. 
asking you questions about yourself, laughing at jokes that aren't funny, general deer in the headlights look. At that point, you can ask her kind of those more demanding types of questions where she literally has to explain herself to you. But leading up to that, you can do little compliance tests. And some of the little compliance tests that I was doing this weekend was, like I said, tap that girl on the shoulder right there. Here, watch this. Hey, turn around real quick. Let me look at your outfit. Oh my God, so elegant, right? This one girl, she looked really great. She had an amazing outfit on. And I let her know. I was like, dude, I love your outfits. And I, I noticed your earrings match your shoes. Okay, and she lit up. She was super stoked. And I was like, do a little turn, do a little turn. Oh my God, so stylish. And then I did what I call false disqualifier, which is, you know what? You and I would never get along because I'm super stylish too. And my style is so much better than yours. Look at my shoes right now, Kelly. Look at those boots. So much better than yours. She's like, no, they're not. This is better than yours. And then we did a play fight. You guys see how that works. But did you see that quick compliance test that I threw in there? Do a little turn. There you go. Oh my God, so elegant. And I embedded it, as you found, into a compliment. Like your outfit is so great. Do a little turn, do a little turn. Now, if the girl does it, she's getting more attracted to you. And this is why I start with little compliance tests, like the smallest little things, like do a little twist, say that word again. It was really cute how you said it. Like one girl I was talking to, she said some word and I was like, whoa, wait, wait, say that again. And then she said it again. And I'm like, are you from the Midwest? And she's like, yeah, I am. How could you tell? And I was like, well, your accent, right? Say it again, say it again. Yeah, that's so Midwest right there. So it's these little science compliance tests, and it's a series of micro yeses. I want to say that again. It's a series of micro yeses. If we can get micro yeses, then we can build up to the bigger yes. So compliance means she's complying with your requests. She's answering questions. She's doing you favors, whatever it is, super small ones in the beginning, working up to the bigger compliance test, which is what we call qualifying. And again, qualifying goes back to that episode that I just mentioned, where you literally ask her, can you cook? What can you cook? What's good about you beyond your looks? What would your best friend say is the coolest thing about you? Okay, so we're working up to them with miniature ones, and it's because, brother, you feel like you're enough. But there's the rub, isn't it? If you don't feel like you're enough, if you feel like right now you're a seven or a six or even an eight or a nine, you're not going to be able to get a 10. It just will not happen unless you feel like you're a 10. And as I'm going to drop in a few weeks, I want you to almost feel like you're better, quote unquote. Don't take that literally. Okay. It's just an example. You are better than she is socially, socially. Your frame is better. That's it. Okay. Doesn't mean you're better because you're a man and she's a woman. It's not what I'm saying. So don't get it twisted. Don't misinterpret. You're better in the conversation. You have more power. You have more frame. There's no way she could keep up with you. It's like if you're a master jujitsu practitioner and you're a brown belt and you roll with a white belt, you just know like there's nothing this guy can do to me. And that's the way I want you guys to feel when you get in these conversations. How do you get there? What do I do, Mark? Well, you know, I hate to say, but unless you're willing to come join the program and let me reprogram your belief systems with neuro-linguistic programming, the only thing you can do is get out there and practice and rep and rep and rep this shit out, which we also do in the program. And there's a heavy layer of accountability in the program where I keep a very close eye on you. I touch base with you. I see all the work that you're doing and I make sure that you do every single thing I ask you. Me as well as the brothers are putting that social pressure on you. So you actually get your ass out of the house and do the work in conjunction with the NLP, in conjunction with my tier one vault full of techniques to give you guys to go out and actually do it, that's how you feel like a fucking 10. 
Because a lot of you guys, as I always say, are armchair quarterbacks. You think just by listening to the podcast, you're going to get there. No, you need to get intrusive and remove those belief systems that somebody else gave you before you could defend yourself surgically from your brain. Goodbye, let's install a new one. It's like a car that's parked in the space. And this is why I don't like affirmations. Okay, affirmations are basically statements that you say over and over again. What I should say is I don't like affirmations alone. First, you have to remove the car that's in the space. For example, your belief system that I'm not enough. First, you have to remove that car before you can install another car in that space because you can't just you know put a car where a car already is. You can't put a belief system where a belief system already is. You have to remove it. And that's what's sick about NLP is it removes belief systems and installs new ones, hence reprogramming. Okay, so compliance test, boys. Next conversation you get in with the girl, just ask her to do something for you. A quick little favor. What I like to do, once again, have her turn her head a certain way, have her put her arm out, have her spin, have her tap somebody on the shoulder, have her get me a napkin from the bar, have her say something a certain way, or ask her why questions, why are you wearing that, why are you here, why don't you like XYZ, why do you drive that car? Okay, so when we set that precedence, we not only show her that we have a strong frame and we feel like we're enough, not enough because you have money, not enough because you got a big dick, not enough because you got that Pornhub frequent masturbator platinum card, but enough just you as you. Literally standing there naked with your dick in your hand, feeling like you are enough. Looking yourself in the mirror every night and saying, brother, you are my hero. That level of self-belief once she feels that from you, attraction is a foregone conclusion. Once she gets attracted, then you can do what I call qualifying, which is a question like, what would your best friend say is the coolest thing about you? Okay, so really keep this in your mind, boys. When you're speaking to a woman, try to get her to jump through your hoops. Try to get her to do your favors. Try to get her to comply to your requests. Now, what if she asks you to comply to your request? Well, that's what I'm gonna talk about on Thursday. So you'll have to stay tuned for that one. It's gonna be an awesome one. It's gonna be called Hoop Theory and Requests, something like the magic potion to get girls irresistibly attracted to you where they throw off their panties, jump in the air, and slide right onto your dick so you can huck your Pornhub frequent masturbator platinum card out the window and hit some dude in the head who isn't doing the training, who needs it more than you do, go ahead and take it, bro. Go ahead and jump on my recommended videos based on the amount of masturbation that you've been doing this week about girls finger blasting themselves doing that knuckle dunking. Here's the recommended videos for you, brother. I love that shit. It's so funny. The most watched videos. I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see what everybody else is watching. And you guys may be wondering what I suggest. Do I suggest no fap, not masturbating at all or masturbating? I think there's a balance, right? You should do it in balance. Don't do it all the time. I mean, for me personally, if you really want to know, since you're asking, little weird, bro, that you're asking this, but I'll tell you, maybe twice a month, okay? Just because it is enjoyable, anybody who says it isn't is lying to you. But those dudes who are going for the world record, relax, bro. Tone it down a little bit. And you know what? NLP can also help with chronic masturbation. No, I do not do it individually. I don't work with dudes who are like, hey, just help me with NLP. I do my entire three-month coaching program where you're trying to get new girls and NLP. And yes, we can work on compulsive, addictive masturbating. But unless you're willing to come join the program, that's not something I can draw off for you separately because it's just not on offer. I help guys get girls. That's what I fucking do. So anyway, boys, think about this compliance test. Work it into your next conversation. You'll see 
just how much attraction it builds. This coming Thursday, make sure to tune back in because I have an awesome one about one of my favorite topics called requests, how to deal with girls who are going to do this right back to you. Because when you're like, spend a little bit for this, she's going to be like, so what's good about you beyond your looks? Or why don't you have a girlfriend? Or hey, go get me a napkin from the bar. What would you do then? I'm going to teach you guys what to do on Thursday. But for the time being, boys, think about this. Compliance just, just little favors. And you can try this on your friends too, on people at work, whoever. And you'll see how easy it is to get people to do you favors and how quickly they have to justify to themselves that they like you more or they're attracted more to you because they just did you that favor. Cognitive dissonance, very powerful stuff. If you wanna jump on a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me to talk about whether or not you're a good fit for my three-month coaching program and whether or not I'm a good fit for you as a coach to get you to the same kinds of results that Philip is now experiencing, literally getting tens because we took him from believing that he was a seven to believing that he is a 10, literally getting to that level, go to my website, coachmarksing.com, click on coaching, fill in the quick application, slap in the goddamn and you and I will get on that one-on-one call together. Thanks again for listening, boys, and I will see you in the next episode.